Hello, hello. I am so excited to bring you this episode. This episode was originally recorded inside my high-performance group coaching program, The Queen's Way, and it was so good. I could not... I could not not share it. This episode is brought to you by The Queen's Way. If you are looking to get to your next level of performance and connect with like-minded boss babe queens and achieve the massive growth that you desire, then The Queen's Way is for you. The Queen's Way follows a proven step-by-step system to get you to the next level. We get you into an intensive, fast-paced, four-month high-performance curriculum. Each month, I bring in a specific guest expert to support the queens that I have in that community in any area that they're struggling with. Each week, you're going to go through a specific process so you can achieve a new level of mastery and personal growth in your business life, and your relationships. Now, my private clients pay me thousands of dollars a month to work with me through this specific process where I combine a month of NLP, timeline therapy, and hypnosis to then set you up into that high-performance curriculum that is super rock star. So you get it for a fraction of the price. This is my signature crowned coaching methodology. And you also get a $1,000 worth of my self-study courses to support you as you build your fempire when you sign up as a member of the Queen's Way. So the waitlist is open. So if you want to get on the waitlist for enrollment, go to crownyourself.com forward slash the Queen's Way and sign up for email updates. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my amazing queens and welcome back. And I am here with the amazing and totally talented Sarah Lorenz. She is a social media strategist for coaches. And after studying marketing and working as a marketing manager and becoming a freelancer, she now runs her own business, including a Facebook ads agency for international clients. Sarah has helped dozens of coaches find their unique voice, implement a strategy, and get high-end clients through social media. She loves testing new techniques and is always up to some crazy ideas because her one-on-one, besides her one-on-one coaching, she also has her own membership program where she teaches business owners everything they need to know to stay at the leading edge of social media. So if you've ever wanted... If you've ever wanted to live your dream life, the chances are you're probably facing one of these two problems. You either want to get started, but you're not sure how to market yourself, or you've been in business a while and you want to level up and attract those high-end clients. So for most businesswomen, this whole social media thing is a mystery, and that is what Sarah is going to help us navigate today. So Sarah, welcome I am so excited to have you as a fellow queen. Um, So tell us, what got you into social media? Um, Well, as you already said, I studied studied marketing. So it's already like, it's always been a passion of mine. Um, Like, and it's like, it's like, this was like some years ago and things changed so much since then. I I wrote my bachelor thesis about mobile marketing in 2012, I think. And things changed so much since then. It's like, it's so funny to read this right now. So I like, I always had this passion about it. um, And I had a German blog, um, which grew Mm -hmm 
like really a lot and became really really big where I just had to like just had to learn all the techniques to be able to market my services and everything so and then I worked in marketing myself I was a marketing manager um like had a normal job like normal nine to five job like like really and I like my <laughs> office was not not my not my style <laughs> to be honest I'm a terrible employee I was terrible honestly um but but I like the marketing part of it um so I became a freelancer afterwards um and had I like already had some clients while I was still in this office job um and then I just like made this like my whole um my my only job and then from there transitioned to an actual business which I'm having right now and I've been having for a long time right now about social media marketing because I just love social media I think it's it has so many amazing things so many amazing things you can do so much potential and it's growing so fast so I'm just yeah I'm just I am crazy about it <laughs> I love it I love what you said about not being a good employee I'm the same way I feel really bad about this like because I, I always like did some secret work um like when my boss was not watching me, I, was, I always did like some secret work on my own business and not for the business I was supposed to do the work for. So I, I like not very nice. <laughs> but so, actually the funny thing is that my boss, my boss actually quit right after me. So, oh. And he also became self-employed. So well, so I guess it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Maybe he was doing the same exact Maybe. thing. <laughs> So I'm curious, why is social media important and what should we be as entrepreneurs, as businesswomen be paying attention to? Um, well, it is like, it's a really, really big topic as you probably all know, everyone who's watching this now is that we have so many different even platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, like so many different options. Um, <clears throat> But I think in, in total, social media is just a super amazing way to um, present oneself, to just find people who are potential clients for your business. And then you can, I think it's like the nicest way to speak to people because you can be so authentic in social media and you have to, you have to be authentic in social media to actually turn these potential clients into real clients. Um, but in general, it's, I think... I honestly think there's hardly any way around. I, I, think, I think there's hardly any way um, how you could not use it because your clients are using it. Like very, very likely. I think there's hardly any niche or any area of business where your potential clients are not using social media. I think really, honestly, almost everyone is using some platform um, privately. So people are there anyways. And it's just... Um, it's such, it can be, can be such an easy way to, yeah, as I said, to get potential clients to get to know you and then to turn them later on, turn them into paying clients okay. for your business. So I think there's hardly any way around it. And it has so many amazing um, options and features you can use depending on different, different things and depending on your personality and your business and what you already have. But um, you can use these platforms um, with a strategy um, so easily <laughs> with like so less effort. Of course, it's like it takes some time, of course, and some work. But in comparison to what we had 10 years ago, it's like, wow, it's crazy. And you know, I love Facebook ads. Like, and yeah. even like when you compare the prices of Facebook ads or all the organic unpaid things you can do with what we had, let's say 10 years ago, where you had to pay for flyers and brochures and, or maybe even like TV ads. If you're a big company, I think social media is like, so is so great for people who are starting right now, who are having a business right now, because it has so much things, so many things you can do so much potential. Um, and it's so cheap, so cheap to use. So you touched on such a, uh, on a great point um, that everybody is using a social media platform. And inside the, the Queensway in my group coaching program, we've been talking a lot because uh, I have both female entrepreneurs and I have just businesswomen who are employees about the fact that we're now walking brands. Like mm -hmm. we are now living, mm -hmm. breathing, walking totally. brands. Totally. And so as 
both a female entrepreneur and as a businesswoman, how can you claim your presence online, claim your personal brand in essence? What's the best strategy for that? I think one of the most important things in general and especially for social media is to find out what you actually enjoy <laughs> because I see so many people doing things because they feel they have to and that never works. <laughs> so um, of course there are like different things which I usually say work better than others. So for example, of course, live streams are a huge, huge thing um, on different platforms, not just Facebook, but also on YouTube and other platforms. So in general, let's of course are a big thing but it all comes down to finding out what you actually enjoy because if you honestly really hate it and you did and you have tried it because that's something you have to do you have to try it um but then it's but then if you honestly hate it you don't have to use it <laughs> so that's okay so there are no there is no like one size fits all in social media um like for the platforms on, and for the different techniques. So I think it's super important to find out what you actually enjoy. Is it writing? Some people are really, really good writers. I know I'm not because like in English for me, it's always a bit weird. Um, so I'm like really, I'm really into videos, but other people, they write so good. And then of course you can use different um, strategies. So if you're a really good writer, you could think about, um, like really tapping into like all these blog posts and go really crazy as a blogger, um, of course, combined with the, the business you're having. And then you could use Pinterest, for example, to promote the blog post. Um, but if you're really into talking, you can, you can do a podcast, of course, or like different audio things. Um, and if you like videos like I do, then that's perfect because then you can do what I do and go crazy on, let's say, Facebook or YouTube. So it, it really, really depends on, first of all, what you enjoy. I think that's a, that's a really important, the most important thing. Before you even think about mm, where, where is my audience, like what actually makes sense for my business, I think first of all, you have to think about what actually is for you, is fun for you because you have to do it like every single day. <laughs> if you want to do it right and then you want to enjoy it right you don't want to be like this weird like employee in your own business doing things you don't want to do exactly well and that's the whole reason why we created our own businesses in the first place right exactly. so how do you walk your clients through creating a, a consistent brand online mm -hmm. so what i do so first off i will look into okay what is it my client actually enjoys doing. And then the next thing I do is um, we look together at the things um, my client already has. So, because so, of course, if you're just starting out, you probably don't have that many things. But it depends. Some people are really, as I said, some people already have lots of blog posts, for example, or others have a nice homepage. Others might not have a homepage yet or don't want to have a homepage ever. Um, some already had it, some, some videos. So the second step is like, okay, find out what material is already there, what, also what photos are already there, which you can use for graphics and everything. This is the second step to just like write all of these things down, the material. And this also goes for, the, for all the products um, that like the person or like you have. So you can write mm -hmm. down like all the products you have and all the products you want to promote. Because usually, um, especially for coaches, but for everyone in business, you have different products, right? You usually have like um, one-on-ones as a coach. You might have a group program. You might make say, even have some Facebook ads um, um, services. Like you always have different things you want to promote. Mm -hmm. So that's like the, the next thing I do. And then what I do then is, and this is like, or before we actually go into social media, but I come to that, <laughs> is, is to, to, um, to work on, okay, so when does it make sense to promote what? Because you usually don't want to promote different things at the same time, but you want to focus on one single thing, right? Mm -hmm. And this is also true for social media. Of course, in social media, you will want to have some automated, automated processes, um, of course, they run all the time and they will lead to different end offers. But mm -hmm. for the organic promotion, so let's say if you have a Facebook group um, and a Facebook page and you do some like 
posts on there. You do some live streams about different topics. Um, I recommend to just have like one thing that you promote at the time. Of course, this can change, but you want to like focus on one thing at this time. So that's like the next thing I do. And then we go into the different social media platforms <laughs> um, and work on, um, okay, like where does it actually make sense to promote what in like all these different platforms? Um, and what I generally recommend is to not try to be all over the place <laughs> mm -hmm. because again like it it does take some time of course and some work and um you don't have to be everywhere i think that's like the one like um like one of the main problems people are having with social media is that they get overwhelmed so easily because they feel that they have to be everywhere they feel they have to do pinterest everyone is doing it and it seems to be so great and they have to do live streams and youtube always also has like, like these new features and so they feel they have to be like everywhere which is not true <laughs> so um you can totally just use one platform in general i recommend to use two but even with like one or two platforms you can totally get enough clients for all your offers mm -hmm. so you don't have to be everywhere that's important to know <laughs> i love the fact that you said what you have to do like this assumption that you have to be on every single mm -hmm. platform and when you're starting out a, a business when you're starting out anything when you're starting out a promotion it, check yourself. I tell this to my private clients all the time. Like, check yourself when you're feeling that have to, mm -hmm. because that have to is putting you at effect. It's putting you at the at the mercy of all of the social media platforms instead of being really conscious and choosing the specific ones that are really the best benefit for you and that you yeah. actually enjoy. Like for me, I love images and I love videos. So like Facebook live streams. Instagram mm -hmm. images and like YouTube, my jam. That's and I love awesome. and I love writing. So it allows for that writing tool, but it's 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 figuring out that specific as of what you really like. And the other thing that you touched on that I think is very important for our multi-passionate entrepreneurs who have like multiple mm -hmm. offers and sometimes even multiple businesses like one's a direct marketing and oh, one, yeah. is, one is in an affiliate marketing and one is in this other thing how do you hone it in into one consistent brand and create that that consistent brand that is you while also marketing these two very different products mm, yeah yeah so that's um I think that's super important to understand that, of course, it always comes down to you as a person, right? Mm -hmm. But also, you don't want to make things too complicated for your audience, right? So I think it depends a little bit on what, like, let's say you have, like, two different business types. It mm -hmm. depends on how much these audiences interlap, right? So it's, um, so if you have two totally different audiences, then it's, it can be, can be easy because then you can really just split it to different accounts or you can use one platform for the one and another for the other right mm -hmm. but of course if the audience um is like really similar then it gets it gets more tricky but um again i say i like what i what i think it's important that you really always focus on one thing at the time because otherwise you totally confuse people but again as i already touched on earlier um you can have these automated processes in place um mm -hmm. which of course are like super cool with facebook ads <laughs> um, and then of course you can have like totally different what i call funnels um where you need people to different end offers so if you have like one affiliate marketing business and one like direct marketing business you can have totally different funnels totally different um freebies and offers in between and emails and different posts you combine with that um to lead people to these like end offers so i think like for this is super easy but for the organic part you really want to make sure that it's like you have a clear system and you and you stick to it right so let's say if you agree that Insta, let's say Instagram is for direct and Facebook is for your field marketing section. For example, it doesn't have to be like this. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, then it's important that you stick to this and you don't mix it. And even if you have like this super amazing offer and you think, ah, I want everyone to tell about, 
but still you should stick to the system you have because nothing is worse than confused potential clients. A <laughs> confused, confused mind never buys. Yeah. Exactly. I was just going to say a confused <laughs> mind never buys. You beat me to it. Yeah, because it's so true. It's so true. And this, of course, narrows down to like also like the, the, um, the different things of your products, of your offers. So for example, for the price, you don't want to have like five different options for, let's say, a coaching package. That's mm -hmm. totally confusing, right? You want to have one or maximum two different options and that's it. Because people, and the more people have to decide, uh, then they just don't decide at all because it's too hard for them. And this, of course, is also true for social media. So what I always do is I always like, I have my own like timeline and I, I do this for always like three or four months in advance. So I always plan like say like three to four months in advance where I really write down, okay, when do I promote what? And of course I also have some weeks in between where I don't promote anything. Of course, I, you don't want to, you don't want to annoy people, <laughs> right? So of course you also want to deliver free content and just give value. Of course you want to do this. So what I do is I write down what I want to focus on, um, like during which time frame, And then I usually have what I call just for myself, like promo weeks, um, where I promote this like more heavenly. So in between, I just do, I live a value. I do live streams where I just really just share tips and tricks about social media. But then I have this promo weeks where I do the same thing, but then I combine this with the offer. Mm -hmm. So what I do then, for example, is when I do live streams in my Facebook group, I always start and end the live stream with the offer I have. Right. So I go right in and I say, hey, today I want to talk about this and that topic. Before I dive in, I want to remind you that until this and that date, I am offering this and that. So you can mm -hmm. have like limited spots or you can have a discount, whatever it is. And then I and then I do the live stream. I deliver all the value I have, like well, the same thing I do also in the other weeks. And then at the end, I, I promote the offer again. Right. So they get the same things, but that's then it's combined. And of course, it should um, from the topic, of course, it should fit to what you actually want to sell. So mm -hmm. if, if I want to sell Facebook ads, then of course, I do live streams around um, like so like I don't I don't teach people how to do Facebook ads because, first of all, I don't think it's possible in a live stream. There's uh, a lot involved. In it. It's crazy. And also I want to sell my services. Right. So I want to teach mm -hmm. them. <laughs> so so what I do is I do I do live streams um, around that topic. So, for example, if I promote my Facebook ads, um, I do live streams about um how to choose a good freebie because you usually combine freebie with Facebook ads mm -hmm. or I talk about how to have a really good landing page because it's also essential or I or I are touched on like some really specific ads um, pro, uh, problem, problems or issues um, so how to choose the right conversion type or whatever right so but you always want to come you want to make sure that the topic um, fits to the end of how you want to promote mm -hmm. Um, and then just like one at a time and have like promo weeks that works that works quite well for me. <laughs> awesome. So what are some social media trends that we should be aware of? Like where are Facebook ads heading? Where is Instagram? Like there's so many, it seems like every day there's a new social platform. We've got the big leagues of Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Pinterest and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But what else? And should we be keeping an eye on Snapchat, even though like a Kardashian took down their stock in a day? That's yeah, so true. <laughs> what, other, what other ones should we be uh, on the lookout for? Or should we be sticking with the big leagues? Um, so there are different things about this. So in, gen in general, I would recommend to stick with the ones we already have and to not always search for like the next Facebook. Because <laughs> I feel that people are always like, oh, maybe this is like the next big thing. Um, I have to try it. And there's nothing wrong with it as long as you still have enough time to like focus on the others. <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Then you can, of course, try different things. But I think we have we already have so many and so big and so amazing platforms that I would focus on the ones we already have. And then of course it comes down to what you enjoy and what you want to promote. 
Um, I personally, I'm a big fan of Facebook. Um, I, I just love Facebook. I think um, they have so many amazing options even within Facebook. But of course, at the same time, I don't recommend to, to just focus on one single platform, but to diversify a little bit. Because you never know, right? I mean, they have this like data scandal right now, which of course, I don't think it, it influences marketing that much. People are not really leaving Facebook. But you never know. You never know. You don't want to be um you don't want to be tied to like just one single platform which is why mm -hmm. i always also recommend to um collect email addresses as well because then you have you have them right yeah. why with with the page or group it it just it can always get close you never know right um um, I love Facebook. Um, I'm a huge fan of live streams, of course, because you're asking for like trends. Of course, live streams, um, they are huge and they are really important on different platforms on Facebook, also on Instagram, not that big there, but it's coming. YouTube, YouTube is really pushing live streams right now. They just worked on the live streams feature a couple of weeks ago and made it so much easier to go live there. So, um, it's like in general, it's becoming a huge thing. Um, you mentioned Snapchat. I'm, I'm not a big fan myself, to mm -hmm. be honest. Especially now that we have, or that now that Instagram stories are that big, um, I think, and that's so similar to Snapchat. Um, and I mean, I live in Germany in Europe, so we don't really use it here. So mm -hmm. my like like one big part of my potential clients are not using it. So for me, it doesn't really make sense. Um, so what I'm personally using is Facebook a lot um, and Instagram and Pinterest. So these are the, the three things I'm using for my business. But it always depends on what you already have and what you enjoy. And I have some clients and they are really into podcasts. And I think um, to just try it out, um, there's this app called Anchor, which makes it super easy to do with mm -hmm. your phone. Like even I could do it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I'm not really into. Uh, I love listening to podcasts, but I'm not really into um, like just talking. I love to like, I don't know use my hands and everything. <laughs> sure. I, I, I heard. <laughs> yes, it's like the magic. Yeah, I love your Facebook stories. I follow you. Oh, cool. On, oh, cool. I, didn't know that. I love them. Um, I think when it comes down to creating those stories, because that's like the big thing, is that. Mm -hmm. Um, people uh, like Brendan Bouchard and Marie Forleo, they're all doing like life vlogging in essence because that is what people actually want to see. And so mm -hmm. how can we use Facebook stories or Instagram stories to show that path and how, how is that beneficial for our businesses and for our, our growth? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love Facebook and Insta Instagram stories so much. Um, because they are so easy to do, it doesn't take any, like, it does, like some, but not much effort. <laughs> so they are so easy to produce. Um, and I think, because um, I'm seeing, I'm seeing different things there myself. I'm seeing people who um, just take people like through their day, um, like with just like personal photos and videos and everything. And I'm seeing some people, like some coaches are starting this, um, where they're having lots of like pre-designed um, or like pre-produced designs and mm -hmm. graphics and videos, which of course also looks super cool. Um, it depends a little bit on what your your whole branding is if you are really into like pretty images then it might make sense to to produce some um, graphics for example in canva the canva also has an app so you can use the canva app to um, create um, story elements for your stories um, but i think you don't have to overcomplicate it to be honest you can just take people through your day um, i think and then there are a couple of what i think are important like steps to use it in a way that actually people um, turn into paying clients because that's mm -hmm. what you want to do. You just yeah. like, you don't want to just like show how amazing your day is, so but you want to sell something, right? Um, so of course it's like, it's the mixture. You don't want to, you don't want to promote something like every day or in every story. Of course not. You don't want to be annoying, <laughs> but you can, you can totally, you can totally promote um, things in your stories, right? Um, in fact, you have to, if you don't, if you don't like make the offer, no one will buy from you. And I think what's a super amazing way to do this is to show behind the scenes 
of your work. So if you're working on a new offer, why not show people? Show them how your landing page looks like right now while you're working on it. Or just talk about it, like do like a selfie video and talk about um, how you're thinking about, okay, so what what price will I actually ask for? How will it look like? You can, you can totally be super um, transparent about these things because everyone is thinking about this, right? You, they know that you don't, you don't usually wake up and have the price in your head. Sometimes you do, but usually you have to think about it. <laughs> so um, it's totally okay to, to do like really, um, yeah, to really detailed behind the scenes. Um, and then what, what, what also works really well for me and my clients is um, like case studies um, show, um, of course, of course, like, of course, what I do, I show that I'm having like client calls mm -hmm. <laughs> because yep. I am busy and I can show that I'm busy, which is always a good sign. Yes. <laughs> um, then, uh, then what, you, what you can do is you can show the results your clients are getting. So if, if they are like, especially in my case, because they are also active on social media, I can just like do screenshots of like their posts where they're doing really cool things. Um, but I think this usually works with like different areas as well, where you can just share um, the results your clients are getting, the amazing things they're doing. And of course, you're probably really proud of them because they accomplished that. So you can just show this. And explain, hey, I've, I, we just worked on this and now she's doing this. I like, this is crazy. I'm, I'm so proud of her. And I have this all the time. So <laughs> you can find these, these cases like so easily. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is like super cool. Because of course, um, people always really relate to like, client stories, testimonials. That's always super, super amazing. Yeah, and um, super important to have in, mm -hmm. in any business. Just, and, even yeah. if, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, is a businesswoman having testimonials or referrals? That's basically a reference letter of just people saying that you do good work. And so you, you need that in any business, whether you Super own it or important. you don't. <laughs> Super important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I, what I always do is I always ask for video testimonials of my clients. And I do this depending on like what package they're on. I usually also do this while I'm still working with them because I have like some longer packages and I don't want to wait until the end. I mean, they already like did some cool things in between. So I always ask them um, usually like even while I'm still working with them um, to just record me a video um, between like one and three minutes, no longer than three minutes, what I'm asked for. Um, and then you can, of course, use this everywhere on social media as yes. well. Uh, like on the stories, but of course also on different elements. So in general, case studies, especially especially video case studies or for the stories, um, you can totally just do screenshots of something, right? And use this. So this is like super amazing to use. And of course you can, of course you can also do like hard promotion with, where you just, um, what I do is I, I usually just like talk about my offers and explain them. Um, and then I combine this author with um, screenshots where I just like film my screen and like scroll through my page and say like, hey, look at this, you get this and that and that for that price. Right? So like these yeah. three things are super important to do of course like and of course you can do all fun things in between right you don't have to promote all the time so you can do you can go crazy <laughs> you can do fun things in between and of course promotion is also fun so it's like it's all fun <laughs> I, I love the fact that you touched on that promotions are fun like mm -hmm. making sales fun some an interesting tidbit that I uh, learned from one of my mentors is that sales the word like to sell comes from Norwegian and as a former Miss Norway, long story, <laughs> um, the Norwegian word translation of selge, which is the Norwegian means to serve. And so mm -hmm. essentially when you're making an offer, you know that you are offering something that's of value and that can serve somebody in some, in some capacity. And so transferring it from that like salesy, like 1980s image mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. a more positive one that's from service. And I think that's where a lot of women get tripped up from time to time is about actually asking for the sale and asking for what they want. So how do you guide your clients through that process to make them feel more comfortable with the sale and asking for the offer? 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, first of all, I really agree that this is like a huge thing, um, especially for us women. For some reason, um, like it seems to be easier for men, even though I think like some of them have like the same issues. Um, so yeah, I totally agree that like your offer, I'm pretty sure that like your offer is amazing. So everyone who's watching this, I'm pretty sure that you have an amazing offer, right? And mm-hmm. you want people to get this, right? So so there's no like there is no logical reason to feel bad about promoting it because honestly everyone who gets the chance to work with you is like super lucky right super lucky to 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 pay the money and to get uh, to work with you so um but of course of course i i know it i know the, the issues you can have so i think this comes down to um three different things so first of all you have to be comfortable with the actual offer right of course so do you actually feel super happy about the things you're offering or again um like when you like when you like thought about this did you more think about what you should do right because of course it's again to be about like what you actually enjoy and even if everyone else is offering like this like really big support and you just hate it well then you're not you shouldn't offer it right <laughs> but you can find other things you actually enjoy um so you have to be comfortable with, with the product um the service and also the price of course right and of course money mindset is a big thing so um like but first the product itself um then the second thing in general is like money mindset or mindset work um mm-hmm. which yeah comes down to to actually um now that what you offer is good and that there are people out there who will pay for it and they are lucky that they can pay for it so you can work with them so but of course like this takes some practice the whole money mindset thing um that's totally worth it mm-hmm. <laughs> so um so like i i have a like i also work with a mindset coach and um i like i find that of course john lynn engaging your body so what mm-hmm. i do is i journal on this um like and write on like some like good thoughts i want to have and then i engage my body a lot and i jump up and down and i'm like an active crazy person uh, and then like this really sinks in and then um, when it comes to social media which of course like my main field of expertise um is um of, like one thing you have to know is of course you don't promote all the time right and you i'm sure that all of you you are delivering so much free value like because every post usually is free value because you post your thoughts and like even like um what it took you to come to this point to have this thought right mm-hmm. <laughs> can be like years of, of process behind this right so every post is um, a really really amazing free offer you're providing and every live stream you do and every blog post you write and i'm sure that all of you are like doing this like to some extent but um and then it's totally okay to have for example a promo week and then to really promote something a lot during this promo week right um and the funny thing is um and there's also this saying um, but the, fu- the funny thing is that like when you do this and you promote this like the whole week and let's say maybe even three or four times the day on different channels and you're like, oh my God, people must be so annoyed. I, I guarantee you that you will get a comment somewhere like, I've never heard of that before. You're like, really? I'm doing this like two weeks in a row, like five times a day. How? how? <laughs> right? So I guarantee you that if you think people are annoyed by it, they just start noticing it. Like, really? <laughs> yes, I totally agree. I mean, you look at like the list size of like list openings. It's like commonly mm-hmm. a good list opening is 15 to 30%. Mm-hmm. And that means that 70 to 80% of your people haven't read what you wrote so if you repurpose that same content you're still providing that value i mean a lot of us i think get trapped in this like myopic vision of our world because we're the ones who are promoting it we're the ones who are in it and so we're the ones who are doing the five ten posts a day Mm. the live streams and we don't realize that sometimes people they haven't seen it yeah yeah really often and even if like like and usually the people who 
um, see a lot from you, that's because they interacted with you a lot before, which means that they like you. <laughs> like, or they really hate you, but this, like, this really happens. So they, they probably really, really like you. And usually, um, that maybe they are already clients of you or they're really at, on, like, on the edge of like, mm -hmm. hiring you. Um, so, uh, and so even for them, it's not bad if they see this five times a day, right? <laughs> so yeah, it means they like you. Yeah, because this because this just happens um, if they keep interacting with it, right? If they keep clicking like or sending your heart or like even writing a comment, right? Then they keep seeing a lot of things from you. But if they stop interacting because they're annoyed, then this also will lead that lead to that they see less of your posts, which of course makes total sense, right? So mm -hmm. you don't have to be afraid to do too much promotion especially if you have like this one or two promo weeks um you can really go crazy like during these weeks that's totally fine and even in between of course so awesome so mm -hmm. you talking about promo weeks let's dive into the mysterious world of facebook ads so why should every entrepreneur be using yeah. them right now I, I like if you're not using Facebook ads uh, right now, like why not? <laughs> What's going on? Like honestly, um, uh, Facebook. Uh, first of all, Facebook ads are like really an amazing, amazing tool for like for so many different things to get people in your list to promote something for a launch to fill up your group program. Like you can do so many amazing things. Um, like that's like one of the reasons. And the second reason is that. Um, like, let's be honest, the prices like will go up for Facebook ads. That's how it is. I mean, even right now, they are more expensive than they were a year ago, unfortunately. <laughs> so, and this is because, this is because the, the, like the placement is limited, right? Facebook said that they don't want to open more ad space within the newsfeed. Right, so you just see uh, like a fixed amount of of ads um, in your news, and that's it, right? But even like every day, more people want to use Facebook ads, meaning that the price for people to actually see your ads in the newsfeed or someone somewhere else, like like is getting higher because some people are, are wanting to use it. So if you want to use it, <laughs> like start right now and not tomorrow because it will be more expensive tomorrow. Um, but in general, it's like, it's, it's a really amazing tool, a really amazing tool um, um, for so many different um, things. Usually we use it um, at the first place for like list building, meaning that you have um, a freebie, a free offer can be a PDF or a video series or whatever it is you want to give for free in exchange for an email address, of course. Um, you can run Facebook ads to um, lead people to your landing page and make them sign sign in, right? And then you have them in your list. But that's just like the first step of it, mm -hmm. um, and it just gets really exciting when it comes to launching something because then you can do amazing things um, with Facebook ads to to fill all your um, spots for, let's say, a group program or a one on one coaching or whatever mm -hmm. it is you want to promote. So it's just. Yeah, I love that. Um, I, I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk who said, like, the time to use Facebook ads is right now because mm -hmm. it's only going to be about a year or so when the big, big companies jump on in and pump millions and millions of dollars into their ads. And yeah. thus the space for us is going to shift. Yeah, and totally. so why it's so important now as an entrepreneur to be to have your Facebook ads up to be having them run and having them be seen consistently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So totally. when an entrepreneur is looking to navigate the world of Facebook ads, what's the first step that you lead your clients through? This really depends on what the goal is. So this depends on, because some people come to me and really their, like their first goal is to just start with it and just get people in like on the email list, which is totally fine, of course. It's, it's a perfect goal, right? Mm -hmm. um, then the whole strategy is like a bit, like it's more simple from what I need. So um, then, so what I usually expect from my clients when they come to me is to have, if they want to do this, like to, to get people on the email list is to have some freebie, 
um, and a, a good looking landing page <laughs> because trust me, the things I have seen, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh, I've seen some ugly landing pages. I know. Like, I'm like, that is straight out of like AOL days. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, you can run amazing ads, um, which of course I do like all the time. But if the landing page is um, not good to use and looks like really shitty then no one is going to sign up and then the ads can be perfect but that just makes sense right so mm -hmm. but in general of course like if you want people to come to like a website a landing page which you usually want also when you're promoting something when you're putting a launch offer um, make sure that your website looks good on mobile devices that is super super important because usually around 80 percent of all people that click on the facebook ad um, do this from a mobile phone right because we have the phone in our hands like the whole day we are crazy like all of us right admit it <laughs> so um so like we just use the phone like in between and this is when people click on the ad people are not clicking on ads when they are doing something like on purpose in Facebook. Like if they have the plan to like post something themselves or like mm -hmm. do something like for the business, then they're not clicking on an ad. No, usually not. But this happens when people are like just sitting on the couch and just like pick the phone up, didn't even notice it, scrolling around and then click on the ad, right? So make sure that your website is like responsive, meaning mobile friendly, looks amazing on the mobile phone. This is super important. Right. Um, and then, of course, um, it depends on the exact kind of freebie of offer you have and like what your end goal is. Um, so I usually like one thing which is super important for Facebook ads in general, no matter what you promote, is split testing, meaning you always, always, always have to test different things um and this not like of course like this means that you have to test different photos and videos i like always encourage my clients to like send me videos um under one minute super short for the facebook ads um so you test this and the the headlines and the text but you also have to take a uh, test different target audiences right um so this is super important and you can do like really really fancy crazy things when it comes to um to creating these target audiences mm -hmm. in facebook ads because people are always thinking that um it's it's just like this where like this um like window where you like click on like all the different interests and you like build your own audience and you think about oh but i want women aged 20 to 40 um, with like these interests and this mm -hmm. like, it's fine but this is like and this is in the beginning it's okay but um, you want to you want to work with different kinds of audiences and what I just mentioned was what I call profile based audiences but there are also um, different like custom audiences so for example you can retarget so you can speak again to people that visited your website in the past or that interacted with your um, videos or with a specific video on your Facebook page um, or you can speak again um, to people who are already in your email list which of course makes total sense when it comes to launches right mm -hmm. um, then you can build these so-called look-alike audiences um, which is a group of people that are really really similar to another group of people so if you if you have an email list you can upload your email list um, to facebook saying like hey, this is my, my source audience and they can say like okay so now i want to talk to people that are really similar to the people that are already in my email list. And this is crazy because Facebook, and we all know this right now because of this data scandal, they know so much about us. They have so much data from every single user. So like all these like lookalikes and custom audiences are always um, like, better or cheaper than these profile-based audience. Of course, you have to start somewhere, right? If you don't have anything yet, it's totally fine to start with profile-based ones. But as soon as you can, you want to switch to lookalikes and you want to do retargeting, especially for a launch, lots of mm -hmm. retargeting. Yeah, and you can you can get really specific with this. So you can you can even read, like if you do this right with the tracking, you can even retarget people that, for example, clicked on your landing page 
um, and then maybe even put the offer, the product into their cart. Maybe they even started typing something in the cart, but then they didn't finish it, right? For whatever reason, maybe the, the kid woke up or whatever, so, yeah. <laughs> which happens. Um, so then you can, you can create ads that speak to these specific people saying like, hey, I noticed that you haven't finished um, your purchase yet. Do you want to do this, do this right now? And then have a different link in it. So um, you can do really, really specific things with Facebook ads, which is, it's, it's so cool, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can, you can get super, super detailed and you get all into the juiciness. I mean, um, now when it comes down to a photo or a video, which one in your experience? Because I know there's a lot of people who are a little video shy. And so is video really the better place to go or is using a photo, um, does that tend to have the same engagement rate? Um, it really depends. It really depends. So um, I always, I always used to say that video is better, but I've had some clients where we did split testing and actually the photo performed better. And then we went for the photo and we turned the other ads off, the video ads, ads off. So um, you really have to test it. You really have to test it. Uh, like again and again, for every different offer you have, you have to test it again. Um, of course, it also depends on how you, like a little on how you perform on camera. Because if you're really camera shy, then uh, like it, like it can happen that, of course, for this reason, the video doesn't convert that well mm -hmm. because people notice that you're not really comfortable. <laughs> so, um, so I have, I have one, I have one client, and she is really camera shy, and we went for photo ads, and it works so good because we have like really cool photos that really like and like in general when it comes to photos make sure that people see your face right mm -hmm. um, especially if if you are your own brand right um which i think most of you are um and like most of my clients are when mm -hmm. they are coaches right because then you are your brand which that of course people like really have to like recognize you and see you yep. on the phone that's important right but then if you have then you have a really cool photo um, that's totally fine. You can totally also test different photos. If you really don't like video, um, it can also work with photos. It can. But usually videos convert a little better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knowing, knowing that, that I think becoming a little bit more video, whether you're – the video and audio, people like to know a little mm -hmm. bit more about you, especially because we're such like – an interactive society because of social media. They like mm -hmm. to hear your voice. They like to see your face. And I love that you touched on that if you're doing an ad for photos that involves a photo, use a photo that involves your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's so like, important. Even if you're selling a product, use a photo that involves your face with the product. <laughs> but yeah, because people yeah. buy and they like they like people buy a story they buy from a person it's Definitely. not necessarily they buy the story of the product or what it yeah. feels yeah. and the value yeah. that that gives totally so, totally so what is your your number one secret trick for facebook ads Ooh, the number one secret trick number one um i have a couple i don't i don't think that I have like the one secret trick because because on, honestly as I like already said so many times but you always have to split test different mm -hmm. things right and even if I would tell you like my like what works best for me and I don't have like a secret like a secret there but this also wouldn't mean that this also works for you um, because it really depends on like your yourself and your target audiences and your your product so um like again like same for facebook ads there is no one size fit all but you have to like develop a strategy and then split test um i think in general retargeting which i of course already mentioned so that's not a secret anymore but mm -hmm. uh, retargeting is just really important and um, that's one thing and like maybe the second like 
secret thing um, what works really well for me and also for the clients I've, I've done this for um, right now is Instagram story ads because mm -hmm. we talked about the different placements and um, that um, people are really like going for um, for ads in general right now and um, the, like it's it's getting crowded but Instagram story ads are still um, not used that much um, especially by entrepreneurs. Um, so right now, more like big companies like Coca-Cola, for example, are, are starting to use this, but it's not used by like personal brands that much yet. Mm -hmm. And that works really well for me. So I get, um, so I use this for like, like typical list building. Um, and for me, this placement works really well. Uh, where I just do like a 15 second video, that's the ad, a 15 second video with text on it, where I ask people to swipe up and then they come to the landing page and they can sign up for the freebie. So that's maybe like a secret thing. And maybe if I can mention a third thing, <laughs> which <laughs> like, I have like so many secrets. I have, I, I, but I tell you, like, I, like, it's not really a secret, but like the, 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 the other thing I'm doing right now for myself, for my own um, marketing in Facebook ads is I, um, I combine a messenger bot with an email opt-in. Um, mm. So, because you can, you can do really fancy things with messenger bot where people get like, emails in facebook messenger of course like super super short um, messages those are not like big emails but you can mm -hmm. you can they can sign up for like a bot and then they get messages through facebook messenger um of course like totally different strategy behind this but i could just combine this with um an email opt-in where i like they get some like free value um on like three or four days i think and then I ask them, hey, if you like this, do you want me to give, do you want to give me your email address so I can send you even more cool stuff? And most people do this. So um, then I have them in the messenger and on email. And then I can do like some really fancy retargeting stuff. So. Oh, tricky, <laughs> tricky. <laughs> so I, I love the fact that you talked about testing because I think this is something that a lot of business owners shy away from. Uh, or at least when they're first starting out, but the ability to test is really where you see what works because no one knows what works yeah. for you until, yeah. until you test and you see and you look at your metrics and you track your data and you operate it like a business owner and not like a hobby. Yeah. So Sarah, this has been Absolutely a pleasure. So how can we get in touch with you? How can we work with you further? Should any of our entrepreneurs watching this want to juice up their social media game and especially their Facebook ads within the next year? Uh, yeah. So tell us more. Yeah, I would love to work with you. So you can find me at um, getsomemagic.com. The sum standing for social media. Most people don't know this. So getsomemagic.com. Uh -huh. um, right now I am offering um, a one-on-one -on -one intensive, which is three hours because right now I just, I just love all this like structuring and developing a strategy. So I, like what I do is I get crazy. So if you book this, like prepare that I get crazy and I totally stalk you. But in the <laughs> end, we sit down for three hours. We go through your whole marketing, your whole social media marketing, every channel you have. So that in the end, you know exactly like what to do where and when um like it's like it's super cool it's super intense three hours um but um the time just goes by so fast so it's like it's super cool so you can find this there on my homepage. cool uh, super amazing and uh, and uh, i of course offer facebook ads um services so if you want um me and my team to run your Facebook ads, which you should because it's awesome. <laughs> it's really cool for list building and of course, of course, really cool for launches. Mm -hmm. um, then we have that as well. I have two different packages, one list building, one launch package where um, I and my team, we run your Facebook ads, you get strategy calls um, with me um, and then we, we, we can do really amazing things there. So um, yeah, you can find this there as well. It's super cool. Awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure speaking with you, Sarah. I know our yeah, audience really has got some 
massive value. I mean, if one hour with you is like this, I can only imagine three hours of intensive and (laughs) on your social media. So go to getsomemagic.com. Ladies, remember to own your throne, mind your business, and make it rain. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.